am Vedant Chandra, and this is Pandemic Diaries. In this podcast series, I will be interviewing people about their experiences during the pandemic. Let's get started with episode 9. Today, I will be speaking with a special guest, Dr. Rekha Magnani. Dr. Magnani has been my pediatrician since I was born. Hello, Dr. Magnani. How are you doing? Hello, Vedan. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good, too. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, So I'm a pediatrician here in San Jose area, and I've been practicing for almost 15 years. And I'm also a mother of three lovely kids. Nice. How have you and your staff kept safe while treating patients during this pandemic? Um, so we, with this COVID-19 pandemic, we have done a lot of changes in our office. Uh, we have kind of redesigned our office a little bit, the waiting room, so that there's only one family in the waiting room at a time. And as well as we are using all the PPE, so we are using N95 masks, we are using shield, as well as we are using, uh, sometimes when the patient is sick, we are using disposable gowns, but most of the time we are using just N95 masks, gloves, and and the shield, as well as uh, we try to put spray um, alcohol, uh, with 80% alcohol on high touch uh, areas as uh, after every patient. So after every patient comes into the room, it's sprayed. And after every patient goes out, then we spray. That's good. What do you think about virtual doctor appointments? Um, that's actually pretty good. Um, it's the televisit um, that um, we can see the patient remotely and can check them and talk to them. Yeah. And um, we can actually, we, it has changed a lot the, how we practice nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, before, I never thought that televisit was as important. But now televisit is very important to me because a lot of families who do not want to come in or who also, if it's good for them to stay, if they have any immunosuppressant, immunodeficient disease, or if they're suffering through asthma or something, and they don't want to come to the office, then we can check them right on the video. Yeah. How is coronavirus different from the flu, and why has it affected so many people around the world? COVID uh, is caused by this new coronavirus. Um, This virus, our body is not familiar with before. Like, you know, during our lifetime, we get exposed to different viruses and this particular virus strain, our body is not exposed. And it's a very uh, highly infectious and um, very, uh, very kind of a strange virus in a way that it's causing a lot of complications, especially on um, certain um, individuals, like if they have a, a compromised immunity or if they have any chronic 
problems or if there's obesity or there's high blood pressure, diabetes. Also, in, even though kids are not as um, they are more mostly asymptomatic, but in kids also, uh, it is causing what we call multi-inflammatory systematic uh, disease. So mul multiple systems are involved and it can be very, um, it can be very um, difficult to deal with that um, with that virus. Um, this virus also has a lot of um, issues with um, with um, with elderly people as well as um, some of the times the pregnant women are losing babies so there are a lot of stillbirth so the covid virus is actually different from flu virus is that even though the flu or any other virus can cause a lot of complications and can cause death. But the COVID-19 virus causes much more than that. And we don't know. Yeah. We do not have any vaccine for it. We do not have any yet good treatment for it. We have found good uh, antivirals and some steroid medicine Mm -hmm. as we have come along in this COVID season, but still we have a lot yet to know about this virus. That's good information. When do you think a vaccine will be available and will it be safe to take when it is available? Um, I think vaccine for a general population will be available uh, sometime early, um, early next year. For initial phase, it might be available for just uh, uh, first health responders, maybe in November, December. But that's yeah. still uh, not. We are not hundred percent sure about that. But that could be the earliest for first health responders and for certain patient population. But for general public, I think early next year. Will it be safe? I think so far the phase three trials are saying that it will be safe, but we will only come to know when the vaccine is out and we have given it to much uh, larger population. Yeah. I go back to school next week in a hybrid mode. Can you tell me what precautions I should take? Um, yes, uh, Vedant, I think it's a good idea to go back to school, um, especially in our Santa Clara County. We have cases with, we have very stable cases and that yeah. will be more advisable for uh, everyone to now slowly start going back to school. Yeah. Um, my advice would be to every kid should wear a face mask and also follow the six feet distance and do not do any high fives, shaking hands yeah. or hugging and then um, doing a lot of hand washing or using sanitizer as much as possible um, mm -hmm. everywhere as, um, as a precaution. And once they come home, home uh, they have to make sure they come home and take showers and change because yeah. they can be an asymptomatic carrier and they can cause infection to their parents, which will be not good. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for parents? during this time? Um, yes, uh, so uh, we talk about using appropriate uh, face mask. So face mask is important and it should cover the nose and it should cover the mouth. Yeah. I have seen a lot of people using the face mask inappropriately. They try to put 
below the nose. That's not okay. So I want to advise all the parents that please put an appropriate um, face mask, and it can be it can be actually reusable cotton ones. That's fine. Yeah. We could daily wash it, mm-hmm. uh, or it could be the surgical mask. Everybody does not have to use and uh, 95 mask but they should be using uh, mask appropriately hand washing quite a lot um, trying to do most important hygienic measures as much as possible at home also frequently cleaning high touch uh, areas as well as uh, making sure every kid once comes back from any activity or from school to uh, they have to take shower and change into different clothes and wash everybody even in the car we need to keep uh, cleaning car and aerate the car a lot more outside as well as not doing any social gatherings restricting to uh, just a small social bubble where you are only meeting one or two families and making sure the other families are also not meeting yeah that's good information what are some of the things you missed most in these past few months? I miss going out with my family a lot. We only can do now hike. And I feel like I miss going for a little vacation, traveling yeah. to different ways of um, either flight or train or anything. I kind of don't want to take any um, um, public um uh, um, accommodating um, like public transportations yeah. so I miss that part but I still enjoy my time with my family and taking hikes mm-hmm. What gives you hope and comfort during this time? Um, seeing my patient who got COVID and they improved as well as the families who suffered from COVID illness and they have recovered it gives me a lot of hope and and just spending a lot of my time with my patients as well as um, with my family gives me a lot of comfort thank you for taking the time to speak with me dr magnani and thank you for the advice i am sure it'll keep us all safe thank you edan and good luck to all of you thank you I would also like to thank all doctors and nurses for keeping us safe at this time. That's it for now. Next time, we'll be back with another guest. Bye. Bye.